Hello everybody, it's Melissa. I'm back. And, uh, oh man, I have a lot I want to talk about. <laughs> but I feel very scattered in my brain. And here's why. Okay, so we had Christmas, right? Christmas just passed. If you celebrate Christmas, I hope you had a good one. Mine was fine. I know I mentioned on the last episode that my kids weren't going to be home and a lot of things about Christmas this year were going to be different. And I was worried about that. Um, but it was actually fine. I, I think that me uh, really thinking about that ahead of time and anticipating that I might have those emotions and kind of structuring my day in a certain way and having a plan for the day and all of that, um, it really helped in the moment. So the day ended up not being bad. It didn't really feel like Christmas, but um, it did have a different vibe, but it was all right. It wasn't, it wasn't the best Christmas I ever had. It wasn't the worst Christmas. So, uh, so yeah, Christmas was fine. Uh, but now we're like in the weird limbo period between Christmas and New Year's, which <laughs> can we agree that the week between Christmas and New Year's is the worst? Like Christmas is over and you can like take a breather and be like, ah, that was, that's over. That was great, but it's over and it's fine. But now you have this other holiday to anticipate that's right around the corner. Once again, it's like the third wave <laughs> It's like, first we have Thanksgiving, we get a little bit more of a breather between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and then we have Christmas, and then we get just like a little bit more of a breather, and then we have New Year's, and then I'm like, okay, once we're past New Year's, we're good. We are good. Because all of the other holidays throughout the year don't get that much hype, right? We don't get, it doesn't get crazy for Valentine's Day, or like St. Patrick's Day, or like... Fourth of July is a little bit crazy here in the States. A lot of people are going out and doing things and lighting off fireworks and all that crap, which, ugh. But it's not bad. Like, this this part of the year, November through January, is just... I'm ready. I'm ready for it to be behind us. Not to sound like a Scrooge or a Grinch. We have very exciting New Year's plans this year. Um, we're going to be taking a little trip, going out of town. So that's a good thing. We're going to have a house sitter who's sitting with all of our animals, which is kind of weird. She's a friend who we know really well. We've known for years um, and she's trustworthy and everything. So uh, I feel okay about her staying in our house while we're gone, but I always feel, no matter who it is, I always feel weird about having someone in my house, especially when I'm not here. Anytime we've had a house sitter, I'm like, it feels weird when I come back. I'm like, the vibe is weird. It's like someone else's energy is in my house. And it's, it takes like a couple days to feel like everything's good <laughs> again after I have a house sitter. So there's that to worry about. Going out of town is always stressful. I know I've told you guys before about my weird holiday or not holiday, my weird like travel planning issues and <laughs> all of the fun that goes along with that. So it's just, it's a lot. And even though some of the stuff that happens over the holidays is positive and exciting, it's still positive and exciting stuff can still be very stressful and cause a lot of anxiety. So that's kind of what I'm dealing with right now. And just trying to, um, trying to ride all of these waves of like 
experiences and emotions, right? Uh, the holidays can be an assault to your senses. They can be uh, very triggering emotionally. I know this year my family, like my extended family, um, is in a kind of a state of unrest. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of discourse in my family right now, I guess, um, not between me and anyone necessarily, but like there's been some estrangement. There's been a lot of divorce in my family this year. There's been, and not nice amicable divorces. It's just like everything has felt kind of funky and there's been some conflict and it's really been bringing up a lot of stuff for me personally about like my past, um, my personal relationship to some of my family members. Um, I don't want to get into much to like details of any of this stuff, at least not right now, because I feel like it's, it's really personal to the people in my family who are experiencing these things or who I've been going through these things with, um, but, like, there are certain people in my family who I feel like have completely abandoned me. There are people in my family who I'm definitely estranged from. There are people in my family who I don't know if it's a good idea for me to be in touch with them. Um, that's a hard thing. That's a thing that I talked to my therapist about at my last appointment is, like, there are people in my family who are definitely people who... I'm estranged from, I, I guess I can say this and not feel like I'm getting too personal. One of these people is my dad. Um, my dad and I hardly talk. And when we do, it's very surface and it's very brief. Um, he didn't call me or contact me at all on my birthday, which was in October. He didn't call and contact me on Christmas. He doesn't call and contact my kids. He doesn't send them things for Christmas or their birthdays. Um, there are many, many reasons why this is a thing for us. Um, but it's been bothering me a lot more lately. And I was talking to my therapist about it and we're going to process it more at my next appointment. But cause this is the thing that's going to, she's like, this is going to take a while. Like we need to really like pull this whole thing apart, but we're just scratching the surface right now. And I'm like, Oh goody, but it is, it's the thing I need to process. But, um, it's like, there are some people in your family who you're estranged from, but it's like for a reason. And what I'm going through right now is like feeling sad about not having relationships with certain people, my dad in particular, um, knowing that time is running out. Like he's getting older. He doesn't treat his body well. Um, he's an alcoholic. Um, there's a lot there. And it's like, how much longer is he actually going to be around? Like, is he, you know, do I have a lot of time left to repair this relationship? But the more important question is, do I want to attempt to repair the relationship? Um, is it going to do more harm than good? Am I better off staying estranged from this person who in the past has not been a healthy person for me to be around? Many, many years have passed. So it's like, um, would an attempt at mending this relationship be more successful now that some time has passed and, you know, you never know people can change. I suspect that my dad hasn't really changed just from the brief interactions I've had with him and the fact that he is, uh, 
not making any effort to contact me or be in my life. Um, it's still hard. It's hard to think about the future and possibly having the regret of not making that attempt. Like thinking 20 years down the road and maybe he's gone and maybe I look back and be like, you know, I really wish I would have tried just so I know what would have happened. You know, I wish I would have made that attempt to reach out to try and mend things because then at least I'll know if it goes poorly, then I'll know. And if it goes well, then that's great. The risk you run with that sort of a thing is like, um, it's going to hurt really bad, I think, to like put myself out there and be vulnerable and be like, hey, like, I want to see if we can have more of a relationship. I want to, you know, this might put me in a very hard position to, in a place where I'm going to have to maybe end up pulling back away and creating a boundary and rejecting this relationship once again. And, you know, having a hope that is, um, I don't know, kind of like contingent on someone else's behavior and response to you is very scary. Um, I know that I can be an adult and I'm a loving person. I don't know if that can be reciprocated in this particular relationship. So that's what's been on my mind lately. Um, there's a lot of hard relationship stuff going on within my family, like I said. And it just has been bringing up a lot of feelings for me, especially over the holidays, which is weird because I'm not usually a person who like connects the holidays with any sort of like feelings per se. It's not like the holidays for me get me down or get me thinking about family issues or anything. It's never been that way for me in the past. The holidays are just the holidays. Christmas is just Christmas. It's a time to exchange gifts and like have a fun time and eat food and whatever. Um, but this year felt very different and I think it is just from all of the, all of the turmoil in my family that's been going on over the past year. And yeah, everything just feels sort of upside down and it's just given me a lot to process. I'm really, really glad I started back to therapy. Therapy has been going great. The more I see my therapist, the more I really like her. Um, we haven't processed a lot about like my autism diagnosis or anything like that. She's not autistic. She doesn't specialize in autism or anything like that. So I'm not sure how that would even go, but she is helping me a lot with issues surrounding my trauma already. I mean, we've only had four appointments and I feel like I'm already feeling the positive effects of having therapy, which I think is a signal that I'm seeing the right person. So, um, I feel like processing my trauma in and of itself is just very, very helpful. Uh, so yeah, that's all that. I, ugh, yeah, this time of year, <laughs> I can see now, um, why some people get really sad around the holidays. I never really understood that before where I'm like, eh, it's just this time of year. The reason holidays used to make me sad if it did at all was just like, there's too much traffic and I don't want to be around so many people. And there's so many smells and sights and sounds and <laughs> weird food that I'm not used to eating. And, uh, that's another thing, man. Gosh, you guys, the food that goes along with holidays, talk about uh triggering disordered eating issues and also I have irritable bowel syndrome so like <laughs> I like to stick to the same foods not only because I'm autistic and that brings me comfort and I get stuck on these routines of eating the same foods over and over but like really died from like a digestive standpoint 
it helps me out a lot to eat the same things over and over. I feel like my gut gets used to seeing the same foods. And if it sees a different food, it's like, what is this? We are not used to eating mashed potatoes and gravy. What's happening? I'm going to be upset now. And then I get a stomachache. Oh. So anyway, all of the things that go along with the holidays usually, you know, are not big things to me. But this year, just it hit a little different. It felt, it did feel like, ah, oh, this is a bummer. My family's not together. Some of us aren't talking to each other. Like, there's just, it feels so fractured in so many ways. And it's sad. It's sad. Social media doesn't help. And I thought about taking a social media break, but I didn't. I probably should have because I am, I can be happy for people and their experiences, but it is hard when you're in like a strange place with your own family to see like all of the happy family photos of people with like their parents and their siblings and everyone's wearing matching onesies and the nieces and the nephews are all playing together and everyone's having a great time and you're like, oh God, like, uh, I don't even talk to my brother. My dad hasn't sent me anything. Like just everyone's in different states. No one even calls each other. Like it's just, you know, it makes you look and be like, oh, what's that like? Like, (laughs) must be nice. Uh, you know, it gives you, that's where social media can be kind of dangerous for like the comparison sense of things. But I know also a lot of my friends were posting that they understood and that they were in hard places too. Like, Hey, if you're having a hard time this holiday, if you're estranged from your family, if you lost a loved one, if you know, all of this, you know, I feel you, I'm there with you or whatever. So that kind of stuff is always, you know, it's not that I wish for other people to be having a sad experience, but like, it's just like this podcast. It's like some of the stuff we talk about is hard and, but it's helpful to know that other people relate and that other people are going through these same things. And I think that's just part of the human experience is us being able to connect through shared experiences. So whether those experience be experiences be good or maybe not so good, it's still a shared experience and we can, we can connect that way. So anyway, I really didn't know where this episode was going to go. I was just missing talking to you guys. It's been a while since I posted a new episode. That's just because things have been so busy and I was just trying to like get through the holidays. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to come on and talk to you guys and let you know about what's been going on with me and give you a little update. And uh, yeah, but I... uh, I gotta go. I gotta get ready for our upcoming trip. I will tell you guys about it when we return. It's gonna be super fun. I'm very excited. Uh, trips are stressful, but it's fine. It, it's gonna be mostly exciting. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yes. And I'm not gonna wait so long to record until the next one, because I do have a lot of stuff that I wanna that I wanna talk about. I have a lot of topic ideas that are just, like, brewing. I have a whole list in my phone of like notes that I want to things that I want to talk about on the podcast that have been on my mind and and stuff so um anyway I hope everyone out there is doing great if you want to reach out I will leave my uh contact info in the show notes as usual and uh I hope you guys are having a good day oh also if you can leave a review or a rating if you're enjoying the podcast I know you can do that on apple podcasts and now spotify allows you to leave a review. Someone reached out to me and let me know that um, 
which I appreciate. So you can now leave a review on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts for sure. I'm not sure about any of the other podcast apps because I've never used any of those. So um, yeah, but if you're enjoying the show, if you could do that, that would be fantastic. Okay, you guys, I'm off to complete my day and uh, I'll talk to you next time. Bye.